It's time for another edition of Dome and Domer, the only podcast for Notre Dame fans by Notre Dame fans. If you're looking for cogent analysis and unbiased opinions backed by careful reporting, you've come to the wrong place. For the next 20 minutes or so, you'll get a fan's perspective on the Fighting Irish without all the normal spin from the so-called professional analysts. It's Dome and Domer. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Brammer and Ed Jordanic. Hello, Irish fans, and welcome to another edition of Dome and Domer. My name is Mike Brammer. Joining me tonight, Mike Coffey from NDNation.com. And we have upgraded our technology, so Ed can join at any point during the show. We'll see if he does. Um, anyways, Coffee, I, you know, I was going to start off asking Ed this because I know he, you know, last time we launched uh, or did the show last week, we started out by kind of complaining about the fair catching on kickoff. And I think logic would dictate that clearly the Notre Dame coaching staff listens to Dome and Dahmer because oh, of course. they put that one away and lo and behold, look what happens. Um, however, you know, this week is not as easy to say, hey, guys, just do this. Uh, it's a little bit more complex than that. But I think we all know that the success of Notre Dame against Cincinnati is probably going to hinge on how much can we run the football because running for 13 yards isn't going to do it. So what are no, your I, thoughts on, on any way to kind of fix that situation? Well, I, I agree that 13 yards isn't going to get it done, but I also believe that it's going to be easier to get yards on the ground. I mean, w- Wisconsin's defense was known for is known for, being really difficult to run against. And they, they put together a great game plan, I think, because if you're going – I mean, they they knew Jack Cohen just as well as we did, and they know that if your quarterback doesn't have a lot of mobility, you can sell out against the run and say, you know, I, I, their, their game plan was, I don't think Jack Cohen can beat us with the pass. And frankly, for, for a lot of the game, they were being proved correct. I think uh, having Tyler Buckner come in the game – uh, or I'm sorry, uh, ha- having Pine come in the yeah. game, I, I I think really changed it up. I think you now have a quarterback with a faster release. Uh, I think the as 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 in an article that I read, uh, it seems like the time from decision to the ball being out of his hands is shorter. And against a good defense, that can make a huge difference. Now I'm I'm not saying Cincinnati doesn't have a talented defense. I believe they do. But I don't think they're of the caliber that uh, the teams that Notre Dame has played so far. I mean, Florida State's yeah. defense, fast. Uh, Wisconsin's defense, huge. Purdue had uh, game-affecting guys on the line. So while the offensive line hasn't been a strength, I really don't – I don't know. I, I have a hard time seeing, you know – us having as much problem moving the ball as we did last week. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I, uh, I agree with you. I, I do think I'm, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I'm going to suggest that Notre Dame is going to rush for 150 yards and that'll be the difference in the game. Huh. Now, h- how I think they get there is not the traditional route. I don't think they're going to average, you know, four yards a carry, meaning that they're going to run most of the time on, I do think we're going to break a couple, 
I think there's going to be that. But I also would not be surprised at all if Buckner sees opportunities every third possession. It wouldn't surprise me at all. And the reason I say that is I, I just think that, you know, in the right field position, I'm not saying that we're going to put him in if we've got the ball at the 10-yard line. But if we got the ball at the 50-yard line, Buckner can get us a couple first downs with his feet, and then you're in scoring position. And, and I think that that is the pressure that, you know, you can put on a team like Cincinnati. Uh, look, I agree with you. I don't, I don't think Cincinnati is as physical as Wisconsin at all. I, I think they've got some playmakers. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're not good. Um, Kirk Herbstreet thinks they're the number six team in the nation. So there's something to be said for that. But, you know, the, the, I do think that Notre Dame realizes they're not going to win if they're rushing for 15 yards. That isn't going to do it. So, okay, no. now what do we do to put together some sort of, you know, counterattack against our, our, the most ineffective part of our football team? It's, it's running the football. Right now, today, that's what it is. So I kind of think that, you know, Buckner gives us that just huge, you know, step up in terms of, okay, the RPO is 10 times more effective with Tyler Buckner than it is with Jack Cohen. And on top of it, you got Jack Cohen coming off an ankle injury. There's no way in hell he's 100%. I don't believe that in a minute because I think if he was, there'd be all kinds of indications that that's the case. You know what? It wouldn't even surprise me if he doesn't see any playing time this weekend. He well, may not be. If he's not 100%, then why would you not put Drew Prine in knowing that what he did last well, weekend? Well, I, I think I, I agree with you. I think Buckner does need to see meaningful time, and I've been saying this since before the season for two main reasons. But Well, for, for one reason with one caveat. The caveat is – you cannot tie his hands with regards to being able to pass. I mean, if you're just putting him in in obvious run situations, you're gonna you're gonna get him hurt. And I think with the also the, with the, the the issue being next year, Notre Dame starts its season in the horseshoe. You cannot have, and I've probably said this on an earlier show, you cannot have a player making his first start against Ohio State in Columbus. That's crazy especially if he was on your roster and capable this season. So we need to see a steady diet of Tyler Buckner regardless. But I think you make an excellent point that he, he adds a dimension to the game that uh, Jack Cohen, I mean, for all his, all the positives he's contributed so far this season doesn't have he's his mobility being lacking takes away a critical aspect of Notre Dame's offense you have to you cannot allow the defense to crash down every play because they don't need to respect Jack Cohen's feet and you need to either have a quarterback that is more fleet of foot that the defense has to respect and that's Buckner or a a quarterback that's not going to lock in on one receiver is going to go through his possessions quickly and when he may makes his decision that ball is out of there and that's Drew Pine so yeah. i i think there's I, I don't know. I, I think both of Notre Dame's options there bring something to the table that Cohn does not. And I think if we get into, assuming that he plays, if we get into this game and it becomes apparent in the first quarter that Cohn just isn't moving us the way that we should move, 
that I I don't think Brian Kelly's going to be shy about putting Pine yeah, in there, I, putting I, Buckner yeah. in there just yep. for a change of pace, if nothing else. I, I totally agree with you 100%. Look, I, I think it's not difficult to uh, imagine if you're the opposition what are you going to do to counter Notre Dame? Well, if Jack Cohen's in there, guess what? Not only do we think he can't move outside the pocket, but now he's got an injury to deal with. And so, you know, you're, you're just going to have a very controlled rush where you keep him in the pocket and you don't let him go on the outside. And, you know, you're going to force the issue with Notre Dame in that regard. And so, like you said, is, is Cohen going to be able to get the ball out of his hands as quick as somebody like Drew Pine? Uh, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see the the assessment that Brian Kelly makes in that first quarter because I think, based on what he sees, he now has the luxury of saying, you know what, I've seen enough. I'm now going to pivot because I know what potential we have outside of that. Now, I I, I do. Don't get me wrong. I'm a. I do like Jack Cohen. I think he's a great quarterback. He's a tough kid. I mean, he's exactly what you want in a quarterback. He he's calm as hell. He just doesn't get rattled, and he he's a guy that can make you know the big moment happen. So I'm not saying I'm not suggesting give up on him, but if if I'm going into the game, I would probably put together a package where. We get Tyler in there so that we can do the RPO. We're not going to only run him. We are going to give him the option to throw the football. But I do think it's going to be limited. You know, you're going to have that, okay, if he fakes the dive, then he's going to go to, you know, Tyree on the release route that he threw the touchdown on earlier. He's going to go to one or two receivers. He's not going to drop back and read the defense and, you know, make a comfortable decision about where he's going. He's too soon for that, at least in my mind. I mean, we're talking about a kid that didn't even play his senior year in high school. So, you know, I think if they can get him in there early in the game on some key possessions where maybe we got good field position, we're on the 40-yard line, we're on the 50-yard line, get him in there mm-hmm. to where you apply that pressure and boom, you got a touchdown. Okay, now come back with Cohen. Cohen's not going to make big mistakes. And then let's you know see if we can establish some of their run. I, I, I just think that it's going to be real interesting to see what Cincinnati does when Cohen's in the game. You know, do they come with yep. eight guys, nine guys in the box and dare the hell out of us to throw the football deep on – you know, plays that'll have to materialize based on sustaining our blocks. Uh, well, that's and I, I still think it's different if if Cincinnati says they want to put like seven or eight in the box. Okay, that's a different story than Wisconsin putting seven or eight in the box. I mean, I think that if the offensive line can is hopefully making some progress, and maybe these guys these guys are going to be a little bit easier to move. Than Wisconsin was, but is Carmody said, back? Do we know that? Uh, I, I, I he is available. I believe. Okay, so he from, is from what yeah. I heard. So I mean, so you go from a number three to the number two, you know, left tackle. So that's a big move if that happens. So ho- hopefully we can get something done there. But I, I just think overall the uh, and you pointed it out the offense is more dangerous with. Tyler Buckner in it, or it's more flexible. It's more expansive. Now the question is how much of the playbook is Tyler, does Tyler Buckner have 
access to. I mean, how much has he memorized? How much has he worked with? Uh, he has the advantage of having been here less time than the other two guys. But I think he, it, it, I, I think with, with the proper package in there, I think it can be made to work and it can be successful for Notre Dame. What, what I don't want to see is if Cohen starts and it looks like it did in Wisconsin where it just doesn't have it. I'm, and I'm also wondering how much uh, is that dislocated finger bothering him? I mean, or is it still by, I mean, we're, we're coming up on three weeks afterwards. I would hope that it would be more healed up. And if, if that was affecting his accuracy, hopefully that won't be the case on Saturday. But I, I think that quarterback flexibility is going to be the key. And based on what Brian Kelly said in uh, press conferences, I think he's going to be willing to do it. Yeah. You know, it is interesting. I, I, uh, I can't say that I'm too surprised by the point spread. I'm a little, I might be a little bit surprised. I mean, it is our home field. Uh, we've got a, a current streak going. Cincinnati has not beaten the top power five since 2009, which was Brian Kelly's last year there. And yet they're favored by two. So it, that, that is interesting. I, I, you know, well, Look, the, line, think, the, the line started out, I think, as, as Notre Dame favored by one or two, and then the money moved it over to Cincinnati. Oh, did so it? I okay. I, a, I thought I thought it started out at Cincinnati. No, at I, I no, oh, I, I think okay. I, I believe it started out as Notre Dame being a favorite, but but a, not a big favorite, and then the money kind of pulled it. All right. The other well, way. That, that, that would make sense. I mean, you you look at you know the nation as a whole, the Notre Dame haters that are out there. And you can no, easily see that happening. No, um, but ha- having said that, I, you know, look, I, I, uh, I was terribly impressed with our defense last Saturday. I really was. I mean, I, I just thought that they really stepped up a notch and have been more aggressive than I think I can remember, to be honest with you. I mean, some of those interceptions were literally plays made on reaction and we mm-hmm. just haven't seen that oh, yeah. in a long time. Uh, you know, so I, I give Marcus Freeman a lot of credit because, you know, look, I mean, everybody was wanting to throw him under the bus after the first two games. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, there's, we obviously have talent on the defensive side. We got a couple hurt, you know, I mean, we're dealing with some injuries there, but, uh, look, I, I, you know, I'd much rather have a dominating defense than a dominating offense because the defense will keep you in games that you shouldn't win. And I, you know, I think this is a perfect example of that. I, I think our defense might end up putting us in some great positions on Saturday. And then it just comes down to, can we execute a game plan Mm-hmm. that maybe gets us field goals. We don't need necessarily touchdowns every damn time, but you know, oh, put, put us, nice. yeah, put us in a position to just get the field goal and kick it. And, um, you know, Jonathan door, give him credit because, it, it, you know, here we are third and whatever, and we take a sack and put us out of field goal range. And then he ends up nailing it. Um, you know, you'd hope this Saturday, we don't make those kind of mistakes and we play it straight up, get your points, get out of there, let your defense do what they can do because they have proven that they can hold. And um, that being the case, let us win the game. Don't put us in a bad spot. Take the points when you can get it. And I don't know. I I find it hard to believe that we're not going to win this game. I really don't. Well, I I think having Jordan Botello back 
uh, made oh, he played, difference. Yeah, I thought Saturday. he played great. I mean, he was. He, he made a lot of pressure. He, yeah. he, his just his ability to really, uh, again, getting back to physically moving guys. I mean, he was able to affect what Wisconsin wanted to do. Maybe you wonder if, if Maris Leofow was able to play this year, what kind of a difference he'd be making. I think we'd yeah. be talking about a, an even stronger defense. But I, I think it it really made a difference on the ground. Now, Mertz was a kind of quarterback. I, I think Notre Dame had the same game plan as Wisconsin did. We are going to stuff you. We are going to put pressure on the court. We're going to put the pressure on Mertz, and we figure he's going to make bad decisions. And sure enough, he did. I mean, they had a couple plays where their wide receivers were open, but Merce couldn't get on the ball. And by the time the end of the game rolled around, I mean, he was, here, he was hearing footsteps all over the place and was just trying to throw the ball to get rid of it and throwing it to our guys instead, which, of course, was a good thing. Now, I'm not sure if that's the same game plan or if that's a, or if that's a game plan that's going to work for this Saturday because I, I want to say that Cincinnati's guys, he's a little bit more – Got a little bit better head on his shoulders. I think he's got a, you know, he, he can make better decisions. Now the question is, does he have the tools and the weapons to really make Notre Dame pay if they try to try to put extra pressure on him? That's going to yeah. be the real question yeah. because you don't know. I mean, like I said, these guys haven't beat a Power Five uh, team in since Brian Kelly was there, like coming up on 12, 13 years ago. I mean, that's, that's just how it's always, that's how it's been for them. Now, is this going to be their breakout win? I don't know. It's hard to tell because they haven't really played anybody yet. I mean, Indiana was supposed to be a quality game for them. Indiana has been in, but Indiana led for most of the game and they They mostly self-destructed. I kind of, yeah, I felt the same way. They, they I I don't see Notre Dame, self-destructing like I mean I don't no, know but I you know I, I will I will say this Cincinnati's the best offense we'll face so far so you know uh they're they're not Wisconsin they're better than Wisconsin offensively and they're more bal- they're, they're definitely more balanced yeah more balanced I would say the quarterback position is better at Cincinnati than it is at Wisconsin that's easy um, I don't but, know, you know if skill position players are better, though. Yeah, well, uh, you know, defensively, I agree with you. Maybe offensively, they might have a few more skill guys. Okay. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to get interesting. I, I, I think this will be the defining, obviously, moment of the year for us. You win this game and you really put yourself in, uh, you know, a good position. And um, and I think just the psychology of the team is going to take a huge leap forward if they win this game. Mm-hmm, I so, agree. you know, that's going to that's going to propel you to, you know, the gauntlet of our season, which are these next three games. And, which um, honestly are not looking as formidable as they were a couple of weeks ago. Agree. Agree. But, um, you know, look, college football is college football. You just never know. And true. it's, it's not true. hard to get up for Notre Dame. You know, you can be having a bad season and then all of a sudden Notre Dame is on your schedule and you're like, you know what? This would just mm-hmm. make us. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, look, uh, uh, it's a big challenge. There's a lot that has to happen. But, boy, there's a lot riding this Saturday. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, this is going to be a great game. I, I do think it's going to be close no matter what. I don't, I don't think there's going to be a blowout one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we may surprise people and run the football. I think, you know, 
this is one of those things where, you know, we've got the talent, we've got the mentality, we just got to put it together. And I think the coaching staff will realize, okay, you know what, here are the things we can do, here are the things we can't do. So let's just focus on the things we can. And I think if they can bring Tyler in and kind of supplement what we know is a major problem, then maybe we maybe we have a couple breakouts here, a couple busted runs. You know, we haven't had one yet, but you break a run for 50 yards and all of a sudden, you know, 150 is not that unattainable. Mm-hmm. No, and absolutely. So it's going to get interesting. I, I, you know, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great game, great atmosphere. And, um, you know, who knows? We'll, we'll see. But I think if we can somehow win this game, it really puts us in great position for, you know, this gauntlet yeah. that we got to get through that, no, that you know true. what, there might I, be some light at the tunnel. I, I, I got, I, I'm probably a little bit more confident about this. You know, in our contest, I picked us to win 41, 17. I think, I don't, I'm, I'm not, and, and maybe this Saturday will convince me that Cincinnati's a good team. I mean, or, or is, or has the horses to be able to stop a team like Notre Dame. I, I certainly think they're well coached. I like fickle a lot as a coach. I think that if in the next couple of years, Brian Kelly retires, he's the first place I'd go. Uh, and rumor has it, depending on how you, how you define rumor. The only two jobs he'd be interested in leaving Cincinnati for would be Notre Dame and Ohio state. So, I mean, who knows, but yeah. I, I think tomorrow, I think Notre Dame just has a talent level across the board at a higher level than Cincinnati does. We're playing in South bend. Cincinnati hasn't done anything yet this year to make me think that they are world beaters. Now, yeah, they'll be fired up. Toledo was fired up too. And, we somehow managed to come out and win that game. I, I think this team has improved a lot over the last four weeks. I think all of the uh, all of the parts of the team are playing better than they did, and I, I I I think there's just too much of a talent disparity. I think that there's uh, I, I don't I think ND just has so much talent at the skill positions. I think they're going to have trouble keeping up with Cincinnati's going to have trouble keeping up with those guys. And if we rotate quarterbacks through keeping them confused, Nordham could score a lot of points against these guys. And I think our defense is good enough to slow them down to make, and yeah. And by the fourth quarter, I think we're going to be comfortable. You know, I kind of, I do agree with you. I'm going to, I'm not going to go so far as 40 to something like that, but I, I, my prediction was going to be 35, 20. And I think you're right. I, I I really honestly believe that Cincinnati is going to be like, Oh wow. At the end of the first quarter, Holy cow. These guys move a lot faster than everybody else we've played. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that kind of shock factor, especially when you're on the road it it does have an impact. I mean, it absolutely does. It's, you know, yep. this is college football. This is emotions rule the day in college football in the pros. It's not so much. There's not True. a lot of, you know, emotional, uh, you just don't get that in the pros. There's so much precision yeah. to the pros and the difference is so minimal between, uh, the talent levels. But in college, th- that emotion can take over, and you know if we if we got to sell out crowds, so it's not like you know we got empty seats there. Mm-hmm. You get that sell out crowd, 
you got that first punch in your face. You know, it's the famous quote from Mike Tyson. Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, um, you know, I kind of think that's going to happen. I really do. I, I think Cincinnati's going to be like, holy crap. You know, we haven't seen this. Mm-hmm. And um, now what do we do? And And if you can somehow capitalize on that and get the momentum going, then then you can do it. Now, having said that, I do think Cincinnati has the talent to cause some problems for us. So, you know, give credit to Finkel if he's able to pull this off. He's going to have to come up with some wrinkles. Absolutely. You know, that kind of throw us mm-hmm. off guard. But, you know, again, I think if, if the coaching staff can, can realize, okay, with Cohen, if he's not 100%, we got to be smart about how we approach this. And if if Buckner is 100%, well, then there you go. Yeah. You get him in there every third series. You p- apply the pressure of not just the uh, run option, but the run pass option. Because mm-hmm. he can throw the football. But, you know, do it in situations where it doesn't hurt us. Don't put them in there on the five yard line, put them in there on the 40, mm-hmm. 50, you know, and then let's see where it goes. But I, 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 I kind of agree with you. I, I I'm not going to be surprised if we win this, you know, 15 points. It's, it's doable. Totally mm-hmm. doable. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And, uh, look, I'll be excited as all get out. If we can pull that out. I think it's, this is a, this is a great, uh, Notre Dame, you know, these are the weekends you really love seeing is cause these are big games. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Georgia, Arkansas, absolutely would love to watch that after we take care of business. Sure. It's absolutely. a lot more fun to watch that game after we get a W than it is with an L. Yeah. No doubt so um, let's hope that's the case. But, uh, well, sorry, too bad Ed couldn't join us, but we'll leave it there. You've been listening to Dome and Domer, an online conversation about Notre Dame sports from a fan's perspective. For Mike Coffee, I'm Mike Brammer. Thanks for listening.